Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What Christmas candy do you hate? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. 651-641-1071. What Christmas candy do you just despise? Bradley, why are we asking? Because I just found one of them lists where it has like the worst Christmas candy. And I was like, okay, Thanksgiving's done. We've moved on. Now it's time to get real thoughtful and excited or not about all that Christmas and holiday Mm. candy. And I love, I love Christmas candy because Christmas candy is actually like Christmas candy, right? Like unlike Halloween where all the Halloween candy is just candy like with a, with yeah black and orange and a, right? and a ghost. Um Christmas candy is like actual stuff. Like you don't get it any other time of year typically. I mean mm-hmm. nowadays you probably can, but uh anyway, so I came across a list of the worst most hated Christmas candies in the whole wide world and I thought I bet people have very strong opinions about this. I certainly know that there are things I despise and I'm sure you do too. So 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one. Uh, Bradley, what tops the list for you before we get Candy to the callers? Oh my gosh, that was mine. Oh good. Well, the only the thing club. for me, the only thing valuable about a candy cane, okay, is the experience. Stab someone. Is this? I was just going to say, is the experience of like sucking it into that fine point and then poking your tongue and then poking. Yeah, just. Which your parents probably you don't want you to have a part of. No. Right. Because, well, we stop stabbing your brother. Yeah, in general, we don't like things that turn into weapons to terrorize our uh, other family members. That's not fun. 651 641 1071. What Christmas candy do you hate? Cassie is on the line. Hi, Cassie. Hi, Cassie. Are you there? Hi, Cassie. Oh, sorry, I hit my mute button. It's okay. Uh, it's, uh, we can hear you now. What Great. Christmas candy do you hate? I hate chocolate-covered cherries. Mm. That yeah. was number three on this list, honey. You are not alone. Oh, God. When I was young, I ate, my mom bought a whole box of them, and I think I ate maybe four because I was probably 10. And I got so sick, and oh. I've never eaten one since. I don't even like marsh, you know, the little red the cherries. cherries. Yeah, oh, that I'm with you, Cassie. I don't like those cherries either. And, and that liquidy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. Also, I have a whole thing about don't mix chocolate and fruit. So that's oh, yeah. like you know yeah. another experience. Thank you, Cassie. Thanks, Cassie. I used to love as a kid i used to love cherry cordials but i don't really want them anymore i think i overdosed on them every year i used to get one in my sock a box of them in my stocking because uh-huh. i love cherries and i love chocolate but i i 
that is going to be not high on my list. I do love that they're called cherry cordials because it just sounds so fancy. So fancy. Well, you got to be fancy. It's Christmas. We've got Kimberly on the line. Let's go to Kimberly. Hi, Hi, Kimberly. What what is the Christmas candy you despise? Well, I'll take the chocolate-covered cherries nobody wants. I've already eaten two boxes, and it's not even Christmas, but I hate the candy cane. Yes. They're just so boring. They're boring, and they the only thing I think they're good for is to wrap on a gift or to hang on a tree. There you go. Or decoration. Or, like, you know, reach into a, a drawer and eat in the middle of the night because you have a sweet craving and there's literally nothing else sweet in the house and you hate eat it the entire time. It's like a last resort. Yeah. Uh, Kimberly, yeah. thank you for Thanks, your call. Kimberly. I will say, I don't, I'm, I'm not a fan of any candy canes at all. Okay. But even worse than the peppermint, like red and white ones, yeah. are the ones they try to make taste like something else. Oh, well, remember that was like a huge thing. I feel like we tried half a dozen different kinds on the show over the years. You know, they'd have like Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Candy well, the cherry cane. ones are good. The little rainbow candy canes. No. I don't. I, I'm not so I averse want that for to you, those. Uh, it's like the like gimmick flavors, like we, the Sour Patch Kids. We definitely no. did a bacon one at one oh, point. No, we're not doing uh, no. that. No, no. Uh, Kristen, yeah. let's go to Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Kristen, what is the Christmas candy that you hate? Yeah, see, so I was. I think back to what my grandma had in her candy dish, like the little satin pillows, that were really good. But she also had those like raspberry textured candies mm-hmm. with like the syrupy filling in them i love those what are they called bradley those are just those. i don't even know but they're nasty like you don't want to mix like chocolate with cream i don't want a hard candy that's going to have like this liquid oozing out of it <laughs> can i ask you to clarify what do you mean by satin pillows don't, they used to be like those little tiny candies that were shaped like a little satin pillow, and they had like oh. stripes on them. They were different colors. They were not wrapped. Yeah, the, just the hard candy candies. Carry. Yeah. No, just like a little small satin pillow, just like in a dish. Oh, I guess no I wrapping. don't know. It was All like right. a total grandma thing. Okay. <laughs> the Kristen, thank, thank you for you. your call. I think those raspberry, because I saw those at the Cubs. By the way, if you want old lady candies, that's what I call them, like the kind you put in a dish, ribbon candy. Mm-hmm. They have the cut uh, rock candy or whatever, where it look, it's got like a little design in the middle. I'm trying. You know, it's to like a long that. tube, and then they just slice them, and so there's like a little Christmas tree or a little stocking. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. I, I forget what, what they're about. called, but um, and then there's the filled candies, and they mm-hmm. have a whole bag of just raspberry filled hard candies. I love it. Uh, let's go to Pamela because Pamela is on the line. Pamela, Hi, Pamela, what Christmas candy do you despise? I despise the ribbon candy. You just said it. And it's not because it doesn't taste good. It's because it drools all over your chin (laughs) when you try to suck on it. It's true. (laughs) I love it. Pamela, thank you for your call. It's true. If you take too much of the ribbon candy in your mouth, it's hard to suck on it. Um. I've, can I be honest with you about something? I would prefer it. I've never in my life had a ribbon candy. Really? You've never, never had a once. piece of ribbon candy? In fact, actually, as I'm looking, I can tell you I've had one, two, three of the things on this list. Four. So which of the things? Okay, again, this list is the worst Christmas candy. We can go through the list. Remember, we've only mentioned so far the cherry cordials. That was number three on the list. But what are the other things on this list that you've had? I've had the uh, candy canes. Okay. Peppermint bark. Oh, I guess we did. Yeah, we talked Which, about candy canes. I actually like peppermint bark. I I don't know. I mean, I'd eat it. 
And then I've had the reindeer corn, which is just like candy That's corns, candy right? Corn. And then, I, you know what? Actually, I th- I think I thought I'd had the candy or the cherry cordials, but I don't even think I've had those. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've seen them, but I've never yeah. had them. Can we just talk about, though, like the one thing that's on the list that uh, I for sure don't want to go anywhere near? The chocolate orange. Oh, my gosh. That's like really that's big in foul. the UK. They love their uh, chocolate orange. Oh, those are fun to smash. Carrie's chocolate orange. Uh. I, um, on the list, that was number 10 on the list, chocolate orange, followed by peppermint bark, ribbon candy, peeps. That's, I don't feel like that counts because we haven't had holiday peeps at Christmas time for a while. I feel like peeps are more of an Easter thing. Yeah. Old fashioned hard candy mix, non peppermint candy canes. So actual candy canes not on the list. Mm. Lifesaver storybooks. I used to love, I used to get one every year. So they used to have these storybooks and it's a box with a story and you open it up and they're inside the box are rolls of lifesavers. So they've got butter rum and like cherry. I love that. Why did I miss out on that? I don't know. Those are great stocking stuffers. And then number three, cherry cordials, reindeer corn, and number one on the list of the worst Christmas candy, (laughs) Christmas nougat candy. I mean, that just sounds bad. I kind of like nougat, but it's okay. It's okay. I also do want to say this. When I was young, my advent calendar chocolates were terrible. Oh. They've improved vastly. Well, advent calendars, my God, you can now get like a whiskey advent calendar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can get anything in an advent. I always thought this would be genius, and I think they finally have started to, I don't know, maybe they've always done it, and I just noticed it, but I always thought a Lego Advent calendar would be genius. Oh, yeah. Where every day you take out a piece and it ends up building. I bet they do. They I do s- now. I was going to yeah. say, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But I've, I, that, I don't know if they just started doing that or if that's been around for a long time, but that's well, genius. And I'm sure it's got like, because again, the advent calendars I've seen are like intense. It's not just like a Lego. It would right. be each day is probably like a box. Right. And you right. put together a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Like a whole universe or yeah. something. Yeah. No, they've improved the advent calendars. Either that or my parents were just buying really bad chocolate. Because also advent calendars weren't a thing if you weren't like, like we never had advent calendars. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't either. I don't think that's been a mainstream thing now until like what? The last five, ten years Probably. Yeah. Listen, stick around long enough. uh, Things will get better for you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... It's Friday, Holly. Yummy! Holly, we're going to have a good attitude. I, we're going to try to have a good attitude. You need to have a good attitude. Bradley, that's about the only thing good in this segment that's uh, about to happen. I'm scared. Okay, so Bradley has brought us a special surprise for Yay. our Friday cheat day experience. And he's going to, I'm not even going to tell you what it is, but I'm going to tell you that he's going to have to open a tin for it when we come back after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you uh, checked to make sure you have enough beverage next to you? Because you're going to want to rinse, I think. basket. Yeah, in a trash can. <laughs> you don't know. Um, this is good Minnesota food. We're okay. about to eat. Good is in quotes. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Holly Roberts, the three of us. On Fridays, we do a little something special. We try something that you don't want to. Or maybe you do. This time, I think I know which way you're going to go. Uh, so that you don't have to, we call it... Cheat Day! Dirty, rotten, cheetah! Cheat Day Taste Test. All 
right, let me go out. I'm going to get myself some water. Just Good idea, Holly. Good idea. Bradley, why don't you uh, tell us what you're trying to do to us? I'm very... Well, I'm not trying to do anything, but I did see a while back on the internet a hometown hero, a Minnesota food favorite by the name of Spam, came out with a very special holiday experience. Oh, and the I think ho- we're all going to have a very special <laughs> well, holiday experience. An experience of some kind, to be sure. It's not just any holiday spam. It's Figgy Spam. I'm or actually, we should call it Figgy Pudding Spam. Can, okay. I'm actually having physical revulsions right now. I'm, I'm like physical mildly revulsion. curious <laughs> with a, a healthy dose of terror. Um, is this, do we think, is this a joke or is this a thing that people, but like, I know you did, but like, is is everybody buying it in order to vomit or is, are people buying it? It's spam. Well, okay. So number one. I've never had authentic, just plain old spam before. Oh, you've never had spam? No, wow. I've had spam in things, but I've never like just taken a fork to spam. Okay. Well, you know, it, the beauty of spam is that literally you can eat it cold or hot. Oh, look at that. Uh, but and today we're going to eat it cold. I've also never had figgy pudding before, so I'm going to need you to take me on a tour of the figgy pudding. And we have, by the way, has, he, Bradley has not opened this yet because we wanted to give you the full audio experience. Here we go. Oh, I don't want to get a juke. Oh, oh. okay. I mean, oh, oh. that is so interesting, you guys. I want you to uh, smell this when I bring it your way. I'm gonna. I can already. Is this sort of chocolatey? Chocolatey? No. I don't know. I, I got like a. I do want to just let people know. So if you don't know, figgy pudding, of course. Uh, limited edition spam figgy pudding. It has the flavor and spice of everything nice. So essentially, uh, like a figgy pudding is just like think of a spiced pudding. Mm-hmm. So cinnamon, clove, allspice, all that. And uh, that's exactly what we've got. I'm gonna try to get it. Out. I don't know if I'm just like smelling things, but oh, I I smell. It smells a little like cat foodie or like. Animal smells like spam. I'm not close enough to be fair, and I could just be like making up smells because it smells very fragrant. Cat food. Describe fragrant. It smells like cinnamon. I smell cinnamon. Okay. I'm just gonna Mm. take a big honk. I will say it cuts very easily. Just slot the knife slides right through. I'm lovely. I'm having moments right now. Well, you're okay. So I'll keep the big honker. Now I'm going to bring each of you a sample so you can enjoy. So there's nothing like actually figgy about it. It's just the spice, right? There's no figs. There's no figs. figs. Okay. All right. So here it is. All right. Bradley's delivering it. No, it definitely smells. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I, Holly, I'll be curious if you get cat food off of it. Ooh, okay, like a like a whiff of fancy feed. Yeah, maybe it's uh-huh. like, oh, uh, no. it's a little like, mm, it's like a spicy. It's a spicy cat food that I'm getting from this. I'm having. I'm actually have the salivation in my mouth. You know, before you're gonna barf. Okay, that's. I mean. <laughs> I feel like all right. Okay, we're gonna like, we're gonna try to have a good first, attitude. First, did you explain how it smells? What does it smell I, like? It smells like uh, spicy cat food. It's like what I'm no, getting. Well, spice. You mean like you know aromatic yeah, like, spices? Yeah, like aromatic. I mean, Festive. I get the I get the cinnamon. I get the clove. Meatloaf is what it smells like. Right. It just definitely. I don't know. It smells like yeah. It just smells like manufactured Christmas. A little Yankee candle, maybe. Yeah, um, for sure. It's sweating. Okay. It is sweating. Okay, Holly, have you ever eaten just now, straight, up, straight up Spam before? I have had straight up okay. Spam before, and I don't have an aversion to it, but there's just something about this that I am having, like, heaves. Okay. I do want to... I think you guys should go ahead and try it, and I'll okay. tell the listeners that just, the ingredients... Just a, I just want to show you. I'm going to take a bite. I'm, like, committing you to commit. a bite. I can't. Okay. The huh? limited edition figgy pudding Spam includes pork with ham, sugar, water, salt... Modified potato starch, spices, and natural flavoring. So um, it's a pretty natural. Um, what do you think? Mm, I don't know that I need to do that ever again. I think that might be the only time I'm going to do that. <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of this is. I'm trying to understand. Why? Okay, he he does see. He just spit it out. I swallowed. I only took the the Mm. the the smallest. Bradley, are you okay? Is this spoiled? You know, are are you okay? No, I'm fine. Were we supposed to refrigerate that? No, no, no. Okay, no, no. That's spam. That's the joy of spam. I know. I thought so, but I just so the reason I just removed it from my mouth is because. Like there's a bouquet of. Mulling spices. Uh-huh. Like, I get orange. I'm getting a lot of uh-huh. orange. Ah, uh, yeah. Good call. Mm-hmm. Orange and meat is not a combo I think I'm familiar with. I'm telling you, with that giant, was disgusting. With a giant clove in the middle. Like, an, a whole clove. I think... Uh, I um, wonder if that would have been better, like, fried on a piece of bread. No. Um. It's the, it's the flavor for me. I think the, the like figgy it, pudding flavor is throwing me off. Okay, so uh, FYI, the flavor is actually the entire experience. So it's just bad. Yeah. And we can just say that. That was yeah. a negative five yeah. Cobras yeah. for me. Somebody owes me some Cobras, Bradley yeah, Trainer. It's a big yeah. fat zero That's, for me. Yeah. Oh. I only took a lick because I got to be at work until 530 and I didn't okay. want to throw up. Thank you. I told you that you needed to get a beverage because you're going to need to wash that down. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, in the garbage. Yeah, but should we leave it for Lori and Julia? Oh, that'll go well. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some D bags for you. D bags. How you doing? I'm I'm powering down peanuts. I need to wash this flavor from my life. It's gonna linger that scent in the back of my throat. Mm. That festive meat. I'd like to make spam my D bag today, <laughs> but I'm not going to. I just feel like it, 
not the spice. Mm. No spice. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That would have been dessert for my cat. And you know what? Oh, God. We should have saved it for your cat. Actually. Well, probably because you know what? I can what? still smell it. It's foul. My cat licks their own butt. Okay. Right. So, so their taste is meh. off. Oh, so is mine right now. Um, This is the Colleen and Bradley show. Hi. <laughs> I talk 107.1. I know. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. It's on my finger. Okay. Uh, that I did not hear. Put that on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get, get, some, get a squirt of get, that. Get some hand sanitizer, sanitizer on Bradley. And Colleen, please uh, oh, digest your nuts appropriately. I'm trying. Okay. So, oh. Um, it's time for us to tell you about some uh, celebrities behaving badly. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I'm sorry. Oh, I just, wow. It's a lot. Who's your D Bag, honey? The Daily Mail. Oh, speaking of canned oh, meat products, they have the dumbest headlines and like. <laughs> stories um, that is true they just do and i know big bong we do it all the time we call them out for their uh dumb stories but this one i just thought was so ridiculous that somebody even thought like oh i i'll take that one and write a whole entire long story about the life of luxury a what mindy kaling enjoys a hot dog on a private jet after revealing she lost weight without adhering <laughs> to a restrictive diet. Is that oh. a bad thing? Yeah. I, I, she looks I'm like, like she's enjoying that hot is dog. Is this a story? But you know what this is. What this is, is it's an entire commentary on the fact that Wendy, Wendy, Mindy, that spam took my ability yeah, to speak. She can't talk anymore, you guys. Mindy Kaling uh, had a, a little uh, transformation of her figure. I didn't and even know that. Well, it was like all the headlines, you know, she showed up at award season shows and everybody's like, oh, she looks like a different person. I'm like, she looks like Mindy Kaling to me, but she clearly has embarked on some sort of journey. Unrecognizable. Yeah, right. And then, and then this is the thing that then the tabloids do is like, look at her. She's skinny now and she's eating a hot dog. How dare she? And I don't know why we have to call out the private jet, but okay, probably celebrity. Life of luxury. Mindy Kaling enjoys a hot dog on a private jet after revealing she lost weight without adhering to a restrictive diet. And I don't even like want to get into the story, but it's like on Wednesday, the 43-year-old actress uploaded two images of herself holding one of Chicago's most famous hot dogs from Portillo's Hot Dogs. I do love Portillo's. While rocking a colorful cardigan. And it's just, I mean, I'm sure this is some sort of partnership with Portillo's. Uh, and I do want that hot dog, Ooh. especially after we ate that yeah, disgusting tubed uh, meat. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Potted right? Meat. I'm sorry. You're right. Potted <laughs> meat. It's right where it belongs in the pot. In the pot. Uh, anywho, I just, you know, bless her heart. Enjoy your hot dog, Mindy. And Daily Mail, like, uh, find something else to tell me about. Yeah, I, I also, the, the second photo, I am curious about, like, why she chose to do, like, I, I would never, I, I'm not a fan of, like, eating food photos mm-hmm. and there's one where she's like like getting it going in on it yeah mm-hmm. also hot dogs are you, like hot dogs and corn dogs you got to be careful yeah yeah and bananas yeah true uh-huh. yeah popsicles yeah also oh yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah <sighs> so there you go that's well, all thanks to email. A hot dog, that though. was fun it does look really and good she also though. has it looks like a spare thing of cheese sauce i know i was like what's the cheese sauce for 
Just pour it um, over the hot dog? Maybe. I think it's, well, I don't know. Maybe you dip the dip the dog, dip the fries. I don't dip know. The dew. It looks like fun. I would Regardless. Do it. Yeah. it does remind me that we have Portillo's in our own fair city. We do. Well, I don't, it's not in Minneapolis, I don't think, but in the Twin Cities. I've never had a Portillo's hot dog. Yummy. I know. Yummy. I do. I'm guessing, though. Just Italian beef. All, so many things. Just based on the way that the... Um, the fry thing is like sort of tipped and it just is like, so you can really read that it's, this is a partnership, I'm sure. Oh That's yeah, all. for sure. And if it's not, it'll soon be one, mm-hmm. right? Cause I'm sure they would have reached out like, Hey girl, you yeah. want to do something together? We'll give you some Let's free dogs for life. Free dogs. Bradley, who's your D bag? Mine is Mel B. Can I please eat peanuts? Will you tell yeah, me? Yeah. Uh, is it for the same reason as before? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, before being earlier in the show when Holly mentioned in a dirt alert that Mel B called someone a D word, a D head. Is that what we're calling that? Sure. Uh, you okay? Try and get the flavor out of my mouth. So um, the Spice Girls alum called <laughs> James Corden and others the biggest bleep heads. And apparently she did this as part of um, something called the Big Nasty Show. I don't know what this is. What it's is over that? In, I don't know. It's over in the UK. And apparently it uh, was all about a conversation dealing with the worst celebrities she's ever met. And she said, so there's a few. So they asked her whatever. She says, so there's a few. James Corden, Jerry Hollowell, Jesse J, and me. So I guess she was like keeping it real. And, you know, she's like including herself in their grave. But I'm just like, I don't know, like, if somebody asked you who was the biggest bleephead in Hollywood, I mean, I guess you have to have an answer. Well, I was actually going to ask that because I do think that's a question that people, first of all, I have a question about who Big Nasty is. Is that a person? But Mm. that's not why we're here. I do think, like, I don't know. I feel like people get asked that question yeah but you don't like do you answer that question that's my question i wouldn't feel comfortable answering that question because then you're just like calling somebody out and unless it's like it's so obvious right and here's why now the thing that i will credit her with is that she talks about why it's just the name that i have a problem with however Mm -hmm. the issue that she had with him seems to be the way he treats people behind the scenes, yeah. which to me is a totally rele- relevant criticism of somebody's behavior. I don't Absolutely. know that you need to call them names in order to make that point. I yeah. think you could just make the point like, hey, I'm not going to cast uh, aspersions, but I am going to tell you that there are some people who are uh, kind to those around you, and then there are those who aren't with people on set, etc. And if you've got a story to tell about James Corden, great. Because, of course, we already know that James Corden has a at least uh, a track record of not treating service people or people mm, not at the same level as him kindly. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because how do I say this? I mean, I'm not, I'm not here for public shaming. That's not what I'm saying here, but I do kind of, I, I would be curious if she said something like if she was vague and said, you know, there are people in this business that don't treat certain people on set the same mm-hmm. that would make me i would want to know who those people were oh i think you can name the person like i said i think she can name james Corden. Mm-hmm. i just don't think calling people bleep heads well yeah in general you're right okay yes so i see the distinction yeah that the name calling is like kind of unnecessary oh yeah but, but you can certainly call out behavior like the the example of 
you know, I think it went on a little too long when it came uh, to what's his name, Keith McNally, calling out James Corden for being a mm-hmm. tiny cretin of a man. He did it in in defense of and in service for the people that work for him. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, he looks like he's defending people. Right. 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 Which is a difference. I think. Yeah, no, I think it is. Absolutely. And I, what I was thinking actually about is like a similar story is when uh, Jojo Siwa was asked by people on TikTok, what celebrity have you had an encounter with? That was, you know, not positive. I don't remember exactly how they phrased the question, but it wasn't name calling. It was just like, who's like, who's the meanest celebrity or something like that. And she just was like, honestly, Candace Cameron Bure, because she had an actual story about a time that she had been mistreated by her. Then it like, I mean, then it expanded. But at the time, it was just a story about a time she met her when she was young. Well, but therein lies the lesson as well for me, because what I would say is that if if you if you just distill somebody to like they're the meanest they're you know a d bag or you know whatever word you want to choose mm-hmm. you better have a story because if you don't have a story that backs up that thing then you're just giving an opportunity for the person to respond right, right? like and in this case that's what Candace Cameron Bure did and remember it launched this like week long you know cavalcade of back and forth yeah. Although, you know, again, I think I think that Jojo Siwa put things into context well, and I think yeah. she ended up looking like the you know bigger person. Right. But it, it did give Candace Cameron Bure this platform. Ab- that's actually very true. Um, has James Corden replied no. to Mel... Is it Mel B? Or Mel C? I always get them backwards. Mel B uh, calling him a bleep head. No, then page six just went on and talked about all the things that he's already done. So, again, I would say listen to the Colleen and Bradley show because we've talked about his behavior on blind items for a long time. If you are keeping a scorecard, uh, you can add this and then move along. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, the former wife of a controversial figure in Hollywood, Elizabeth Chambers, Mm -hmm. is talking Mm -hmm. And she's saying some stuff. And uh, Bradley's going to tell us what she's saying and what that might mean when we come back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thanks, Holly. Uh, still trying to wash the flavor of Figgy Spam out of my mouth on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And uh, Elizabeth Chambers is speaking, and she's saying things. Bradley, what is she saying? Yeah, so uh, can we get the Cobra gang together? Because I feel like we have some stuff to figure out. Whenever there's trouble, well, they're on the double with the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra gang. Um, Why are we talking about Elizabeth Chambers, do you think? Why? I mean, I don't know. So I say that because there was a story at ET. She actually did an exclusive interview. Entertainment tonight. It's a real good show. And she was talking, what, last month or the month before? And I don't remember exactly why. I think it was because, was it in the... No, I don't no, remember. No, no, no. This is sounding really familiar. Hold yeah. on. It's going to show up. I know she did an interview. Oh, she did. And it was like on video and it was for a magazine. And she was like talking. Or, no, it was maybe for, I don't know. It doesn't matter. She was talking around 
her relationship with but being very vague army Ham- hammer but not saying anything directly about it yeah which is what she's doing uh again at least that's uh what appears to be the case with this exclusive over at entertainment tonight it's a real good show because it's been two years and now she's talking about well i do remember that first conversation she had people were like um it's weird because i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel you're you're talking about co-parenting with someone who is accused of doing some like really crazy stuff remember and this is around the time i think that that documentary was coming out and perhaps we thought she was just trying to sort of like rehab her image well maybe this is in service of that because she's she's not really saying anything brand new or exciting she's kind of talking about how well she's still talking about how she's co-parenting which again means her relationship co-parenting with army Army hammer Hammer, who is accused of doing some stuff Mm -hmm. right she says, um, this was to E.T.'s Nichelle Turner, we're doing very well, things are great now, coming into the holiday season. Uh, it feels definitely like a new beginning and like a really good space. I think everyone has kind of gone through what's the new normal. No, I'm not satisfied with any of this. Right? Like, well, it's not very insightful and it seems kind of vague and trying to uh, obfuscate what is right in front of us. What's weird? Well, and also, didn't his dad just die? Did I just make yes, that up? He did. He, ju- pass he did away. just die mm-hmm. recently. Um, not that that has anything to do with any of that, but, but it seems to me like if I'm a reporter, I'm going to ask some questions. Yeah, you'd think that she would ask questions a- about uh, about your in laws and well, about your family, mostly about the husband who's been credibly accused of sexually assaulting women. But okay, the interesting thing she goes on to say is everybody's kind of gone through this process over the last few years, whatever that means to them. Like we've all had changes. We've all had change and shifting and moments. So the beauty of that is that it feels like we're collectively all moving into that space. For us, it's just, you know, continuing in the best headspace possible. We've been living in the Cayman Islands, which is an incredible gift. But, you know, like my work is here. She's talking about her restaurants in the States. It's been a she has few restaurants. Yeah, she's got those bird bakeries. I didn't know that. Or maybe I did and I just forgot. Uh, I think we've talked about the bird bakery thing before. She has locations in Texas and Colorado. Hmm. And then she just talks about co-parenting with her kids. And I, I guess I'm just it's really nothing earth shattering. But I'm like, this is a weird move from somebody who literally does not need to talk unless she's got something around the corner. I don't know if there's a new is is he in anything coming up? Like I know he's not in any new any new projects, but no, I, I feel think he's like persona non grata right now. But in Hollywood anyway. But let me double check. And she never well at least from His the dad way died a week ago. Okay, the way that you just talked about her or what she said, it sounded to me like she doesn't even mention his name. He's like implied, like he's like we're co parenting. Refers to another parent, but but doesn't doesn't ever mention him by name, and that's the same thing that happened that last time too. So I, 
you're right. Like, I wonder what is what is this about? It's clearly about her, right? Because she's not saying his name at all. Yeah. It's like about separating her from him, maybe? Except well, for, I don't know. It's and again, weird. she's speaking in vagaries. But then also she does go on at one point in this conversation and talks about what's important in a partner, a future partner. Any ideas what she would find important in a future partner? Uh, not a salty. Well, that would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. But she's probably not going to say that, right? Because right. then that would mm-hmm. bring up the memories. Kindness. Honesty. Trust. Uh, trust. Yep. yep. She says it's it's finding that she's looking for trust in a future partner. Again, this is Elizabeth Chambers. It's finding somebody who you feel you can trust. And for me, like you really reevaluate what's important to you. Trust is the most important thing to me. So it feels mm-hmm. like that's a message. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the message is I was lied to yeah. because what has been the concern about Elizabeth Chambers that she knew about his behaviors all along. Yeah. Because right. I think you'd have to now look, people can be Jekyll and Hyde and I don't want to, if she has been a victim in the relationship that she had with him and is just not talking about it, that's one thing. And I don't want to like, you know, come for a victim, but I think it's a valid criticism or at least question right. to ask somebody who's been credibly accused of sexual assault. Like, were you aware of any of this? Right. And the sexual assaults that he's been accused of involved a certain type of um, interest, yeah. sexual interest yeah. that you might wonder if he had explored with her, mm-hmm. which then tells a slightly well, different story. The blind items tell us that. Right. Right. Which is all fine. Like if that's if if you're consenting to that in your marriage or in a relationship or even with a, a one off partner, as long as it's consented to, that is one thing. But what we heard from the women who accused him is that it very much was not consented to. So it makes one wonder: is was she also yeah. a victim? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so you'd think that perhaps then getting on the record and talking about things like this might be subtly hinting to rewrite. Well, either write history or create an image that distances yourself from any knowledge that any of this stuff happened. I mean, you could certainly see that that that's the purpose of this. Otherwise, I don't know. I will also say she wants somebody who has abs. Oh, yeah. Don't we all? She says, no, I'm kidding, but also not kidding. Does she really say that? Yeah. Okay. I have another question. Yeah. I feel like I should know the answer to this, but I can't remember. All right. Is she an actress? Does she act? I think so, yeah. And I think she was a presentery type of person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so IMDb. does she have any does she have any projects coming up outside of her bird bakeries? Which is not a bakery where they bake birds. No, that is not a bakery. I think that had to, or that is not a She was in Two Broke Girls in one hmm. episode of Two Broke Girls. Okay. It doesn't look like she has anything coming up in the hopper. Very little. Interesting. In the way of acting. But Interesting. Definitely a lifestyle person. And I would imagine that might just be part of it, too. Like, if you go to her Instagram, there's a lot of sort of influencer-y content. Well, and maybe there's something to that, too, because that sullied her, no doubt, sullied her image, too, as a person who, you know, is is showing a certain type of lifestyle on their social media. If she's an influencer and she's been sharing her life her real life, and I'm putting that in loose quotes because you never know how real it is. And uh, and then Army Hammer has been accused of the things that he's been accused of. She might really be trying to just get back that 
attention in the way that she previously had it. Yeah. And separate herself from him as much as possible, which it does seem like she's trying to do because, again, she does not mention him by name. She does not talk about the accusations. She does not refer at all to any of this, the uh, subsequent issues he apparently had pretty publicly. Um so that's interesting. It also says uh, in one of I'm, I was looking at her Instagram account and it refers to her as a Food Network host. Oh, she was a judge on Cupcake Wars for seven oh, episodes. Okay, okay, all right. all right. So she was a media personality, yeah, yeah. slash influencer. Again, her her Instagram account is very influency. Yeah, lots of very like very very bright and airbrushed photos so she clearly is trying to rehab her image a little bit and i would also just say like entertainment tonight it's a real good show is it she that is the type of place that is not going to push her hard on talking about him and so she's going to go to those safe places to do and and entertainment tonight is no doubt hedging their bets because they're like people are going to want to hear what she has to say because they're going to want to hear if she does talk about this they don't actually care whether or not she does talk about it absolutely okay well i will look forward to her oprah interview that won't happen that's probably not happening when we return on the colleen and bradley show what is the super practical gift that you totally want for christmas and if you got it you would not even be mad six five one six four one 1071. We'll take your calls and talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.